Todd talks. Man, if you're like most people, you know, living living inside their ego shell, you know, um, most of us don't recognize that. You know, we go day to day and, you know, we live our life day to day. And again, I talk to you all across all different channels, you know, and I'm talking about personal stuff and professional stuff, and it doesn't matter because take your your biggest, highest, most popular CEO or, or company head, and uh, maybe you're just like a local landscaper person. We're all people at the end of the day. So what I try to do is help people um, with a lot of the psychological stuff and the spiritual stuff and the professional stuff that I've learned in my several businesses and my primary creative business, you know, um, here's the deal with my creative business. I believe there's a creative solution to every single thing you, we do. I think it's an extraordinary power, the power of creativity and imagination. So I try to apply that to people. So when I work with, um, I call them customers, I, but I, I don't like even calling them that because I call them friends. I tend to call all of the people I work with friends because, you know, hopefully it becomes friendships, you know, not maybe personal and uh, intimate friendships, which is fine because it should have different levels, but nonetheless, there are friendships. So what I try to do is help people come up with creative solutions. I help them tap into their own creativity and imagination so that they could develop their own. That's what it's all about. And they could develop the best life ever. I mean, that's really, really important. You know, I mean, we're all created to do that type of stuff. We're all created to create the best versions of ourselves. And that always includes the body, the mind, the spirit, and everything else. So I want to talk about this particular subject in this podcast, why you need to live outside of your own ego. And there are going to be, in fact, there have been already many podcasts I've done on ego. And we can look up a lot of different books and podcasts and topics and videos on the ego. So what the heck is an ego? You know, and why does that even matter? Bear with me, please bear with me, because it's an important subject, and I don't want this to be an overly long podcast episode, but I do want to emphasize the importance of understanding the ego. I learned a long time ago that the ego, a good way to remember the ego is edge God out. Basically says, you know what? I am me, and ha da 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 this is, I'm most important here. What I want to do matters most. And I edge out the deeper, more spiritual aspect of who we are. Um, we've all done it. I certainly have done it. I continue to do it on occasion. And it's just really hard sometimes to deal with that type of relationship. But once you start to learn to live outside of your ego and recognize your ego, your egotistical drive and all that kind of stuff, which I'll explain momentarily, um, you start to realize that, that you can really live on purpose. There is an absolute abundant and powerful and wonderful uh, energy behind each and every one of us. And if we allow that to take place, we can live an extraordinary and excellent, ex excellent, extraordinary life. When I remember working in as a creative professional for various publishing companies, and um, I just had so much fun. You know, we'd live in cube land and have all of our fellow art directors, uh, you know, throwing nerf balls over the uh, over the cubicles and just having lots of fun but being creative just being in our creative space I had the privilege of doing that stuff and just being in the zone and it doesn't matter you know you don't have to be a creative professional to feel like you're in the zone you could be your star quarterback um, in the zone really making a difference to the team you could be a really really cool 
a chief executive of a company or a business manager or any anybody that works for a company because picture a big company a big enterprise level company you're gonna have a lot of different employees even right now think of the people you know at work let's just think about work for a second and think of the people that are inspiring they have that glow about them their smile on their face they're the ones that encourage you and they just have a good spirit think about that for a second and even in your personal life, think about your family and friends and think about the ones that have the enlightening spirit. And if you don't know many of them, my first advice is to try to find more of them because that changes your life. I mean, you're absolutely the sum of all your different parts and all the people you hang out, out with rub off on you. It's very, very, very contagious. So if you don't have that, definitely think about trying to find a place to work that has a better environment like that. Maybe find some more family and friends that do inspire you because that'll kick on into high gear your highest emotional state that'll allow you to shine and be the radiant light onto them and onto others. That's really, really important, right? But if you think about it, um, or I'll think about it, when I was working in that zone, when I'm in that zone, I'm able to produce, I'm able to create, I'm able to sort of do what God told, taught me to do, that thing inside of us that, that just knows what to do. And there's excitement, there's an exuberance behind that. And that's really, really yeah. critical. And that's one of the things I love helping people with. So that's what I wanna talk a little bit more about today, about trying to live outside of your own ego. And the first step to that is recognizing one, what an ego is, and two, um, what do you do with it? You know, you recognize and say, okay, I accept the fact that there's this part of me that says all I am is this, these feelings inside this ball of flesh, you know, this big blob of flesh. This is it. This is all there is to it. Um, once you see that, okay, great. Now I recognize, wait a second, ah, maybe Todd's right here, you know, because if you read Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, extraordinary piece of work, um, he, he was extremely depressed and he recognized that some part of me recognizes that I'm depressed. Think about that for a second. So when you're angry or when you're sad or when you're depressed or when you're lonely, when you're anxious, when you're, when you're even if you're excited, some part of you recognizes that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to communicate that even in your own head or to others. So, for example, if I say to you, I'm really sad and depressed, I'm really down, I really can't live with myself anymore. So who's saying that? Who's saying I can't live with myself anymore? Think about that and think about that deeply for a second. Some part of you has to recognize that there's this other self that you can't live with anymore. And here's another key key point. I want you to remember this. I want you to absorb this heavily too. Think about somebody that wants to commit suicide. They get to a point where they're just so fed up. Here is the secret, and this is an absolute profound experience too. When you get to that point or somebody gets to that point where they feel like they want to kill themselves, what they're trying to do is I think I think I heard I don't remember who said this but they said the word depressed is like a deep rest and what this all is telling you inside is that number one you might have gone through some trauma in your life that was really hurtful that that you haven't been able to exercise out of your body yet you haven't been able to escape that and and there's you know I'm committed to helping people like that I I just love helping people through that and there's a lot of professionals out there that help you exercise that out of your system and that'll definitely cause some emotional problems 
But a lot of the time, it's that we just don't like pretending to be what we're not anymore. We just don't, it, we're, we're not allowed to be ourselves. We're not allowed to shake it loose and just, just smile and have joy in our life. And that creates those, those feelings. So when you want to kill yourself or somebody wants to commit suicide or whatnot, I invite them to say, good, let's let that character, let's let that emoji or let that, that, that avatar go and fall into, I mean, I teach spirituality stuff, you know, like God, godliness. And if I'll teach, let's say, uh, you, you know, if you're drawn to Christianity, like I am, I was raised that way. I'd say, good, let go and let God start living a life of Jesus Christ, start learning about the life of Jesus and his disciples and everything going on in the Bible. It's amazing. Let it go, let it go, let it go and fall into that. That's for a whole nother podcast. What I'm saying, though, is that there's a part of you that wants to die. And that's the part of you that's ego, all ego. The ego is hungry. The ego wants to devour. And the, the ego wants more and more and more. The ego cares less about people. The ego cares only about the personal self, the false self, the false sense of self. The one inside that you need more clothes. You need to look better. You need more makeup. You need to be uh, six-packed. You need to have six-pack abs or a beautiful face or beautiful hair. You need a cool car. You need to look cool in front of people. All that horrible, horrendous bullcrap that just, just, it just lies. It's just all lies. And you end up building more and more of this stronger ego. So picture this big, brilliant, golden ego, you know, and you realize you need more and more and more. You need a better job. You need more money and it grows and grows and you're never, ever happy. And that's the, that's the reason we want to get past our ego because just, I'm just going to give you the basics here today, but, but focus on that, that, that you're feeding this tremendous false sense of self, this false shell. It's not who you are. In fact, the key, the key to life is actually less, not more. The key to life is letting go. What can you let go of? And most of us can let go of a lot of different things. We can let go of you know all the all the garbage we have. You know we can let go of all the clothes we have, all the things we have, the gold watches we have, the car we have. We, there's a lot of things we cling on to that make our our lives more miserable. So I really want to share with you some ideas now that you now that we've recognized that there's a possibility that there's another part of your psychology that you're building up that really isn't helping you and it's going to run out of gas. Now that we can at least acknowledge that, bear with me, I wanna share with you now some ideas on how we might be able to live outside of our own ego. Taking care of your mind is critical. I say it a thousand times. What you ingest is really important. We wanna to try to avoid a lot of dangerous supplements out there and that's why I rely on companies like Magic Mind. They're dedicated to providing safe and pure and honest ingredients that help with cognition, focus, and energy. Trust me, it works. With matcha inside of it, contains way less caffeine than coffee and also contains additional compounds called catechins that extend the benefits of caffeine by slowing your body's ability to absorb it as well as a compound called L-theanine that reduces stress. I've done podcasts on that. These compounds work together to prevent the spike in cortisol levels and the inevitable crash that comes from ingesting too much caffeine. I'm sure we can all relate to that. Matcha is basically nature's extended release version of caffeine. I love it. It works for me. You can now find it in all Sprouts Farmers Market stores across the country. 
you have a Sprout store nearby, get down there and grab a few bottles to try. Or try them online. Just go to magicmind.com slash Todd Talks and get 56% off your first subscription or 20% off a one-time purchase. Again, go to magicmind.com forward slash Todd Talks and give it a try. So let's talk a little bit more about this ego of ours, you know, and here's the deal with the ego. When it comes to the ego, you can't hear the spirit talking to us when we're overwhelmed by the grips of ego. The grips of ego are the things that make us, I don't know, we sort of want to feed and fuel our own self, our own internal dialogue. What's in it for me? What can I get out of this? What do I want? What makes me feel good? Right? And so when you feed that more and more, it grows bigger. And then you can't hear the soft whispers of the spirit. Now, granted, the spirit can be very, very strong. You know, I think of the sun. The sun is incredibly powerful, like like in massive, massive ways, way beyond our comprehension, right? But yet, you know, if you look at it, it gives you a nice glow on your skin and it grows plants and trees. It's very gentle. Well, the spirit's the same way. The spirit is very, very powerful and can do incredible things. And sometimes it can do very punishing things, too. There's no doubt about that. But mostly it's gentle, it's nurturing, it's about love. It's a love, if you imagine love as an energy, that's what life is about. That's what godliness is about. That's what God is about. It's a love energy, not romantic love. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, but in a healthy way. But love, love is like sort of like it. Just imagine love as an energy, a beautiful, glowing, bright blue energy. And and it's important. There's more on that later about blue energy and red energy and yellow energy, all that stuff. But think of it as love as an energy. And the spiritual part of us is very gentle, very soft. And we don't hear that when we're fighting our own ego. You know, our, our egos are the ones that say, you know, screw you, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Or, you know, screw you, I don't want to be married to you anymore. Or, I need a better car. Or, my fa- I hate my father because he treated me this way or that way. There's this strong often represented as evil, evil desires, you know, there's, in in Buddhism and Zen, we talk about things like uh, healthy desires and unhealthy desires. We talk about grasping and clinging and letting go and the Eightfold Path, a way to learn how to do all that stuff. You know, in Christianity, you know, we learn about um, following God's will, you know, not following the fleshly desires of man that can get you in trouble. We talk about good versus evil. Back to Zen, you have the yin-yang, you have the, the laws of opposites. There's good, there's evil, there's up, there's down, there's happy, there's sad, there's always the opposites. There's a lot of beautiful things going on. and But the more that we feed that ego, the egotistical desires, the more it's going to grow. It's just like two plants. Which plant's going to grow stronger? The one that you nurture, the one that you energize, the one that you give most attention to. The problem with egotistical growth, though, is that it only grows so big and then it collapses. It falls down. And that's that's often what ruins people's lives. So that's the ego at, at work. So once we learn the tricks of the ego and we accept that there's the ego part of ourselves, um, you know, you'll 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 read if you read a lot about this with Sigmund Freud and the superego and, and the id and all these things. But 
more on that later, but there's a lot of writings on that, about that other part of ourselves. And again, Eckhart Tolle's book, the um, actually A New Earth is another good one, but The Power of Now is excellent. Uh, provides some excellent descriptions in that. I highly recommend that. But anyway, what once you recognize that there's an ego at play, and again, personally and professionally here, okay? Because day to day, we go to work. We work with other people. We work with customers. Um, in our family and friend life, you know, we spend time with family and friends. You know, we are a people. We work with each other. And ideally, we want to love each other, respect each other, lift each other up, and enjoy our lives with other people, right? But it's important to understand the whole egotistical concept. And, and by the way, you know, sometimes the ego can be passive. You might be the type of person to say, I don't let things like that bother me. And that alone can sound egotistical. You know, even me talking to you, there's a little bit of ego in that, right? My intentions are pure hearted though, because I'm trying to um, help people. I want, I'm trying to help people become the better version of themselves and to tap into the spiritual part of themselves, which we, we often fail to do. And it took me a long time to understand that. I don't want you to have to take a long time to understand that. I want you to grasp that right away. And I try to keep it in simple layman's terms, too. I try to think of myself as like a guide that we're, we're on this trail together called life. And I'm going to teach you what I what I was taught and what I continue to uh, be taught. And we'll, we're on this journey together. And then we can all share with each other and help each other and, and get along on the path of life. Okay. So once you realize you have this ego and you realize the basics behind it, and now you can start to do the work to sort of let go of it a little bit and start listening to, so that's the first thing I'll tell you, is tune down the knob, pretend there's a knob you tune down, turn down the ego a little bit, and open up, put your antenna up, to start receiving more of the Holy Spirit, more of the spiritual part of this, of, of life. Try to try to tune into, um, trying, to, trying to grasp what it is the universe, what God or what life is trying to tell you. And it's usually going to be beautiful. It's going to be soft. It's going to be gentle. It's going to come across as a gentle feeling. So, for example, uh, the other day I didn't feel like I woke up. It was a cold morning. I didn't want to go to a men's breakfast, a men's group gathering at our church just because it was cold. And I, I usually go and it just was cold. And I said I might not make it anyway. And there's some stuff going on around the house. And I was like, eh. And I was making my bed. And that the feeling that came across was go spend time with your church brothers. Okay. And it's not harsh. It was just a very gentle, nurturing feeling. It felt good. I said, okay, well, put everything down and I went. I'm glad I did because there was all kinds of awesome, awesome dialogue and great conversations that I had. And I'm so glad that I went. And that could be the same with exercising, with eating, with stopping things like alcohol and, and uh, dangerous addictions. Um, often it's a very, very gentle, gentle whisper. It's, it's actually gentler than a whisper. So how the heck can we hear that if we have the loud, vicious roar of our ego? So tune down the ego a little bit so that you can hear the whispers and then actively listen to these whispers. And let's talk professionally for a second here. Let's say you're in a career and you're not sure if you like what you do and you, you're thinking of changing careers and that type of a thing. Listen very, very carefully and see, see what comes to mind, sort of relax, you know, and, and, and that's why I love meditation too. And that, that won't hurt here either. So that'd be the next tip I have is meditation is wonderful and it doesn't have to be a big deal where you spend a lot of time in it. Um, it could be like I used to, when I worked, 
uh, at various companies, I would often go in my car and just go spend time alone or I'd go walk to a park and just close your eyes. And you, you don't have to close your eyes. You can even, I've done it open-eyed too. And just take some nice gentle breaths and just relax and just be an observer. Just just watch, listen, smell, slow your heartbeat down, slow your breathing down a little bit and be grateful for everything that's around you. And don't cling on to any of your thoughts. Just relax. Just relax and breathe. Just focus on breathing and your general senses. You know, your sight, your hearing, your sensations of touch, things like that. And then you start to open your mind and your your trans transceiver or your receivers. They start to pick up on frequencies. And that helps you think. And then when you're in that calm, calm state of mind, start to think about what's going to feel good in your heart, in your soul, in your body, in your bones. And then you start to manifest that. You start to imagine it. So if you want a different job, what's that going to look like? Try to imagine yourself enjoying your time, enjoying your life. And what what does that look like? And be very, very precise in your thoughts. Now, you could also be grateful for what you have. It could just be that you're being ungrateful and you could be happy with what you have too. So be careful of that. So when you start dreaming and visualizing what's going to make you happy, it could be very well with the person you're with right now. It could be very well with the the stuff you have right now. It could be, you know, but it could also be, I've always dreamed of uh, becoming an astronaut. I've always dreamed of writing a book. I've always dreamed of starting a business. Manifest that in a relaxed state of mind. And that's going to help you because now you're living on spirit, not so much on ego. And what's the difference? What's the difference here? And I'll tell you, it's basically the ego tends to have a very strong negative energy that disguises itself as powerful. And what do I mean by that? It means it it usually has more to do with me and myself and my deep centered feelings as opposed to other people. So usually the spiritual side is just it's it's about joy and love so whatever it is you're going to be doing you're going to be happy doing it and it usually affects other people and it could it could affect them in a way for example um, you go to a, a job and you're just happy doing it that's going to rub off on other people so that's affecting other people right as opposed to i don't give a blank what other people think i'm going to be doing this right and just with an angry sense so the ego has sort of an underlying anger tone to it sort of a a a mischievous, devious, anger, frustration type of tone to it. That's one of the biggest characteristics of uh, of the ego. As opposed to the spiritual way of doing things is very gentle. It's loving. It's nurturing. It's, it's, uh, it's, like I said earlier, a very, very bright blue in color if you were to give it a color. And by the way, that's an excellent exercise. No matter how you're feeling, describe it. What texture is it? What color is it? Um, give it a number. What number is it? And you learn a lot by just examining your thoughts and your emotions. But more on that later. But right now, just thinking of ways of getting you more in spirit. And by the way, uh, maybe I want to close with this comment here about in spirit being in spirit. This is really important because when you're in the grasp of ego, edging God out, you're not really inspired. So when you let go of that ego and you want to be more in spirit, that's where the word inspired comes from, an inspiration, because you are now in spirit, not in the grips of ego. So all I can say is work on that. 
be open to it, be receptive to it, put up your antennas and start receiving signals on this, start researching and reading more material, listening to podcasts like this one, and there are many, many others, and just start being a new explorer of this new spiritual world and learning about how to put down your ego. And you're going to see a tremendous shift. Your life is going to change dramatically. And sometimes not like you plan it to. But trust me, after a while, you'll look back and you say, man, I'm glad I took that first step. Taking the first step is really important. And you're going to learn a lot from from your spiritual guide, your guardian angels, your the energy inside of you that knows what you should be doing. And you start to trust that. You start to trust that and let go and let God and start trusting in that and saying to your ego, thanks for the ride and thanks for being there for me. And then when it, when it pokes out its ugly head, you say, I got it. I got you. I see you there, Mr. Ego or Mrs. Ego. But I've got it from here. And that's all I can say. Be inspired and be well. I'm Todd, a lifetime artist and passionate creative professional with over 30 years of incredible experience. A wellness, martial arts, Zen, and spiritual teacher, imaginative entrepreneur, and honored husband, father, and grandfather. I'm driven to helping others achieve their personal, professional, and spiritual best. You can find me online at toddszen.com or mitchellcreativegroup.com. Thank you.